Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody. It's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. So I get into the studio. Actually, uh, I'm on my way to the studio, and I'm 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 smelling I'm, I'm smelling feces. I am. I I know I'm being mildly disgusting right now, but I'm. I'm smelling feces, and I'm thinking, did I did I walk in in dog poop? Did I walk into? I don't. I, it's very distracting. It's very distracting. It's very distracting. But I get to the studio, and, and the 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 poop smell is still there. And it seems like as I'm walking through the halls of the studio, there's there's poop smell, there's this feces, real strong feces in the air. Like it, it's 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 like everywhere now. Now it doesn't seem like it's on my shoe. It seems like it's wherever I walk to. Wherever I am, I, I smell feces and I'm thinking to myself, is it me? Is it me? I'm I'm like smelling my my arms. You know when you when you lift up your arms and you and you smell your pits. You know, yeah, you've done that before, and you think, man, what's that smell? And you go, oh, not me. I mean, I'm doing everything I can to try to figure out what's the smell. Why why am I smelling? Why am I smelling poop? What is it? Is someone playing a prank on me? Is someone playing a prank on me? So I get here. I, I get the headphones on. And then I realize that it's coming from outside. It's coming from every liberal, every Democrat, every progressive, every media outlet coming from them. Collectively, collectively, all synchronized. They have pooped their pants, their dresses, their trousers, their bloomers, all at once. All at once. That is the smell. It is everybody realizing that the Trump campaign has entered a new phase. And that poop smell, that, 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 that feces started Monday. It was like a slow leak. It was like, it was like, it was like being constipated for, I don't know, a year. All right, let's say you constipated for a year. And you take some Duralax, you take some X-Lax, Take some fish oil, 
Flaxseed Metamucil And slowly but surely You start to feel that grumble That rumble That jumble And then slowly A little fart comes out little Then maybe a little a little, a little duty comes out. Just a little, just a little duty. Just a teeny tiny little duty. And this goes on for a few more hours. Maybe a little bit more of a duty. And before you know it, before you know it, huge swaths, huge swaths of poop. Just diarrhea. Just just chunks. Nuggets. You name it, it's pouring out. It's pouring out. Well, that's what it was like for the media, for the liberals, for the progressives, starting on Monday. When the campaign, as they would say, shake up started it was the weekend it started on Monday the big announcement Bannon Conroy people said what's going on oh he's going to be more angry he's going to be more evil he he's going to go off script he's going to and then there was a foreign policy speech on script, on point, very presidential, and the duty started to flow. Then there was a law and order speech. That was in Milwaukee. The duty started to flow more. Wafts, wafts of stinky smell. And people kept saying, but, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. The anger. Where's the anger? It's got to come. Where's the anger? It's got to happen. What's where, the anger? Anger. Anger. Oh, it, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And then, ladies and gentlemen, then... Ladies and gentlemen, that exact moment where that Xlax Metamucil, every piece of fiber there is in the world that you've just ingested, just at the moment where it all goes into full effect. And you completely get every last chunk, and I mean chunk, of backed up feces inside. That moment, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that moment happened. And let me give you the moment when it happened. I'm not a politician. Good. 
I've worked in business, created a great company, created lots of jobs, rebuilding neighborhoods. That's what I've done all of my adult life. I've never wanted to learn the language of the insiders, and I've never been politically correct. It takes far too much time. <laughs> sure. True. Truthfully, it takes far too much time and can often make it more difficult to achieve total victory. Sometimes in the heat of debate and speaking on a multitude of issues, you don't choose the right words or you say the wrong thing. I have done that. And believe it or not, I regret it. And I do regret it, particularly where it may have caused personal pain. Too much is at stake for us to be consumed with these issues. But one thing I can promise you this, I will always tell you the truth. That was the moment of complete and utter diarrhea just pouring from the liberal Democrats, progressives, media. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was the moment. That is why right now, wherever you walk, that poop smell, that 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 smell of crap is so prominent in the air. And especially if you live in California, where it's nothing but wall to wall liberals. But they know They are in trouble. They are terrified right now. They are terrified right now. Absolutely terrified. Terrified. They can't even clean themselves. They can't even clean themselves up quick enough. Because you want to know what happened about a half hour ago? They thought poop smell. They thought the feces stopped. They thought they thought they could get some incense. They could get some fart spray. They could get some poop spray. They could get whatever they got to get to take that smell away. But they had one last grumble inside their belly. They had one last grumble inside their belly. You all know what it's like. You think you're done. You spend about a half hour wiping. Maybe you got to jump in the shower because the toilet paper won't work. You've already gone through a roll and a half. You've already gone through a roll and a half. It's it's wet. It's sticky. Maybe you're not real, real clean down there. Maybe you don't shave. Huh? Maybe you have a trough of hair. 
and you've had the diarrhea. You've had it so bad that now it's just caked on, so you have to jump in the shower. You got to scrub in the shower. You got to hook up a hose. And you got to hose. You got to give yourself a water enema. Okay? A, 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 a water bath enema. Takes about a half hour. But you're done. You're clean. You're fresh. You get ready to put back on your pants, and all of a sudden, you go, oh, my God. No, no. And it's one last time. Start the whole process over. That's what just happened about a half hour ago. That's what just happened about a half hour ago. Ladies and gentlemen, I kid you not. I kid you not. While Obama is golfing, while Hillary Clinton... God knows what she's doing. Her and Huma Abedin are, are, are uh, taking, uh, I, I don't know, COPD medicine. Who knows? Maybe they're, they're, they're helping her with her stool. Remember yesterday we talked about Hillary Clinton's stool? She's got that stool. They're pushing her stool in everywhere. I don't know. But there's no Obama. There's no Hillary Clinton. They're nowhere to be found. And while this is going on, Donald Trump just arrived in Louisiana. Mike Pence just arrived in Louisiana with a big truck full of toys for the little kids and food and water. And Trump was handing out toys and food. You want to talk about crapping the pants. You had apology, regret last night. You've had five days of a campaign on point. And today... Who's in Louisiana? Not Obama. Not Clinton. But it's Trump. With toys. And food. And not cheap old dollar toys from the Armenian dollar store up the street. Some good-looking toys. Like Play-Doh sets and, 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 and Crayola crayons. I mean, like, some, some, like, some good-looking stuff here. Boxes. In boxes. They're socks. Brand-new socks. Socks, clothing. Are you kidding me? Seriously, are, are, you, are you kidding me? That's, that's the smell. That's the smell. 
of liberals crapping themselves. Crapping themselves. They know it's over. They know it's over. They know it's over. People don't want Hillary Clinton. People don't want Hillary Clinton. And when Trump says something that's a little kooky, it's a little crazy, it makes it hard for the people that despise Hillary Clinton to go with Trump. But when you have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five days of Trump going, I get it. I get it, everybody. I understand. I get it. What I did in the primaries, I can't do now. What I said in the primaries, I have to say differently now. I understand. I understand. And now, when those people that despise Hillary Clinton, those moderates who maybe haven't voted for Republicans since Reagan, when they see this Trump, when they see this Trump, They say, yeah, definitely not going to vote for Hillary. Definitely not going to vote for Hillary. That's, that's the poop smell. That's what you are smelling when you walk outside. They are losing their minds, my friend. They are losing their minds. Absolutely losing their minds. Absolutely losing their minds. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Really is. What's been going on for the past few days has been good stuff. And it's funny watching even the Never Trumpers. It's like even the Never Trumpers. I watched a program last night with that, uh, who was it? That Dana LaDouche. Well, you know, we've, we've seen Trump come out and we've seen Trump come out and well we've seen him be on script for a day or two and then he just he just goes off script a day later so I'm not going to get too enthusiastic right now 
But yes, Steve Bannon is just a horrible, horrible, horrible person. So I saw last night. Your Ben Shapiro's. Well, eventually Trump will discard Kellyanne Conway just like he eventually discarded Paul Manafort and he eventually then will uh, discard all these uh, new people until the only one left will be uh, Steve Bannon and they will blame everybody else and say they should have done exactly what uh, Steve Bannon has told them they should have done in the first place. It's like, man, I, it, what it feels like right now, let me, let me tell you what it feels like right now. And, and, and this bizarre notion that we are 80 days away or 79 days away and, and, and all of this uh, new Trump and all, and all of these new things that are going on, it's just a, 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 a too late. It, it, there's, it's, and I'm thinking to myself, what are, you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How many times have I said on this show, we are in an era where nothing is remembered past a week. Nothing is remembered past two weeks. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're here today, you're gone tomorrow. And Obama has made it an art form. Obama's made it an art form. And, and we'll go to that in a minute, but let me, let, me, let me get back on point to what I was saying. It feels like, right now, it feels like the primaries. It feels like the primaries. When Trump was up, he was down, he was up, he was down. But then he found that groove. He found that groove, and that groove was forging ahead. And every single pundit, every single news outlet, every single person that could get their face on camera, get their face in front of a microphone uh that 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 could uh, type a a a, <laughs> a word on a keyboard kept saying oh this will end in a day this will end in a week this will end in two weeks this will end in a month this won't last past the summer this won't last remember we called it the the wishful thinkers they they sat there and said okay if we wish this enough, if, 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 we, if we imagine this enough, it's going to come true. If we sit there and go, this is going to end. This is going to end. There's, there's going to be a mess up. This is going to end. It's all done. It's, it's over. It's going to be done. Then it will happen. No. No didn't happen 
it was a bizarre alternate universe. And that's what's happening now. That's what's happening now. That's what's happening now. Oh, well, the, 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 this is going to, the Steve Bannon, the Breitbart News, they're, they're, they're evil conspiracy, conspiracy people. What are you talking about? No, oh, they're, they're, they're a right wing. They're, 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 they're no more right wing as MSNBC is left wing. And CNN is left-wing. And CNN's website is left-wing. CNN's not news. If you go to CNN.com, they'll give you a news story. And then right under the news story, they'll give you an opinion piece. And an opinion piece, rather it's Farouk Zakario. Or uh, some other left-wing crackpot who's talking about Trump being evil, Hitler, uh, uh, Nazi, dictator, bad for America. So that's on the CNN website. So to say Bart News is some right-wing radical... Crazy kook. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. They are no different than CNN or MSNBC. You have a news article, and then you have an opinion piece. You go to MSNBC. You could read about a news story, and then Rachel Maddow will give her opinion, which will be on the website, and it will talk about Trump being Nazi, homophobe, xenophobe, fatophobe, whatever phobe there is, whether it's Maddow or Reed or, or some other leftist extremist, no different than Huffington Post. If, if, <laughs> listen, if Breitbart News is a right wing, an extreme right wing, what the hell's the Huffington Post? Oh, that's news. Really? You notice you don't hear CNN call Huffington Post a, a, a leftist organization, a left wing organization, an extreme Left-wing organization. Why is that? Anytime they talk about Trump, at the end of the article, they say Donald Trump is a homophobe, racist, bigot. What kind of kind of news site is that? So it's the wishful thinkers. It's the oh, Trump, Trump's gonna. It, that's it's. I'm telling you, I'm I. I could eat my words. That could eat my words, and I'll be the first one to eat my words. Because remember, I, I, I said it's going to come down to the debates. It's going to come down to the debates. Come those debates, 
Trump and Clinton are either going to be tied or Trump is going to be up. Mark my words. It's going to come down to those debates. But I'm telling you right now, Trump is going to win. Trump is going to win. This week feels like that moment in the primaries when you just knew it. You, you just knew it. No matter how many people were against Trump, no matter how many people uh, did the wishful thinking and this is what's going to happen. This, you know how many times I watched that, that know-nothing S.E. Cup? That know-nothing S.E. Cup with her little smart glasses? You know how many times I watched her say, oh, the, this, this Trump phenomenon, it's going to end. It's, it, it'll be done next week. It's going to be done next week. There's no way the American people are going to vote for him. There's no way the America, it's not going to. You know how many times I what? That's what it feels like right now. That's what it feels like right now. This is what it feels like right now. That moment in the primaries when you went, it's, he's in the groove. Or in the um, sports world. He's in the zone. He's in the zone. He's going to win. He's going to win. He's in the zone. That's what it feels like right now. That's what it feels like. All these people going, it's going to end. It's going to stop. He's going to go back to... uh, you know, uh, talking about Megyn Kelly's menstrual cycle, which uh, that never happened. It just never happened. Never happened. The media said, oh, this is what he was talking about. The media created that. Thought I'd throw it out there. I know it's old news, but Thought I'd throw it out there. But this is that moment. This is that moment. Now, of course, of course, the media is going to turn up the heat. Of course, the operatives are going to turn up the heat. Of course, this past week, they know they they know they're in trouble now. They know they're in trouble now. These images of Trump handing toys and and clothing to people. Those images are going to be beamed on every single news broadcast. Of course, they're going to try to downplay it. Of course, they're going to say, oh, this is just uh, for a, uh, a photo op. Photo op. Photo op. I mean, they're going to do whatever they can. They're going to do whatever they can. 
But they know they're in trouble. They know they're in trouble. They know they're in trouble. It's kind of like... It's kind of like... What is it? Rocky 3? Rocky 2? All the Rockies. But I think it was more... Three and four in the rematch with Clubber Lang after Clubber's already beaten the hell out of Rocky in their first match and took the title and Mickey died and they have the rematch in that moment when he can't knock Rocky out again and the bell rings and they do the dramatic oh no it's different now and Clubber realizes eh, he's different. He's a different man. Eh. That's <laughs> I know some of you are like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen Rocky. Well, go out and run. Great move. But that's what this is like. It's that moment where everything changed. that moment where everything changed or putting it in a uh, a more modern term I mean still might not be relevant because some of you might not watch football some of you might watch ballet but it's like that football team that's just getting lit up just getting lit up And you're watching them, maybe it's the Super Bowl or it's the big playoff game, but there's all this anticipation. And in the first quarter or or the first half, they fumble the ball. They, they, They throw an interception. And you just watch this, 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 this steamroll. You just watch it just going and going and going. It's three nothing, seven nothing. 14 nothing. Fan of eight minutes, they're behind 21 points. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Those of you who watch football understand what I'm saying. Then you hear the announcers going, they just, they got to just settle down. They got to, they got to just settle down. Or how about basketball? How about basketball? Team goes on like a 13-0 run. They call timeout. They're like, we just, we just gotta, gotta settle down. We just gotta just let's just stop right now. Stop the bleeding. Just stop. We gotta take a breath. That's this week. That's this campaign. And when you hear the media say, "Well, you know, this is the third campaign shakeup." I mean, this is the, the the what does that say about the campaign? What is what do you mean? What does it say about the campaign? What, what do you, what do you mean? When I, when I watch Brianna Keeler, this know nothing, this teleprompter reader, Anderson Cooper, see what happens next with Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper. Yes, know nothings. They just know nothings. They just read off a teleprompter and. Smile. 
Well, Hillary Clinton, she's had the same campaign people for this entire run. What is it? Well, what do you mean? What does it say? It, it says that she's part of this establishment that is incestual, and Donald Trump isn't. And as time goes on, he's learning and he's adapting. That that's what it means. And if you really think about it, you have three phases of a campaign. You have, hi, I'm going to run for president. Me and the 16 other people. Me and these five other people. Here we go. Hi, it's getting real serious now, and it seems like I could be in the final four to win my party's nomination. Hi, I won the nomination, and now I'm running against so-and-so to be the president of the United States. I mean, really, if you think about it, they're, they're, it's, it's a, it's a three-phase situation. Now, yeah, if you're Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton, and you've been in Washington for 30 years, and you have people like John Podesta, Or you're Jeb Bush and you have people like James Baker or Dick Cheney. Well, sure. Your campaign is going to pretty much stay the same. Because you're really just cog. That's all you are. It's a political establishment machine. Rather, it's Democrat or Republican. And the powers that be change those cogs. They, they, they change those pieces. Pop one in, pop one out. But the apparatus, the machine stays the same. We talked about this, I don't know, two, three days ago, two, three months ago. That's why Trump, so hated, has nothing to do with his moral center and and the fact that he doesn't talk about the Constitution. Why doesn't he talk about the Constitution? It's not about that. It's about money. It's about money. Even with people like Levin, who's so up and up and and, and straight up and honest. Yeah, that's why the that's that's why the establishment bought hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of books from him to give out 
at, uh, at rallies or conventions, hundreds of thousands of bucks. Mark Levin's part of the established, again, because Trump wasn't putting money in these people's pockets. He became enemy number one. So as this campaign moves on, and we talked about it the other day, we talked about it yesterday. We'll probably make uh, today's bit and yesterday's bit into one uh, story for tomorrow. But I said it the other day with Manafort. Trump brought Manafort on. Because everybody said, yo, you're, you're going to get jacked at the convention. Manafort knows how to run these conventions, knows how to run these delegates. He's buddies with the establishment. He's pals with everybody in the inside. You need Manafort to mend the bridges. So that way... You can be friends with the Paul Ryans, the McConnells, the radio guys, Ben Shapiro's, Charlie Sykes. Trump went, okay. That's what happened. That's what happened. And that's what happened. That is what happened. And now it's over. Manafort's gone. He resigned today. He resigned today. It. The final phase, the final phase of this campaign. And you want to know what else is kind of funny? And the only place I heard uh, make mention of it, and again, if if it was um, the Democrats who did something historic. We'd still be hearing about it today. And what I mean by that is this uh, Kellyanne Conway is the first female campaign manager lead a Republican candidate ever. In the history of the Republican Party, there's never been a female campaign manager, a boss of bosses. Never. The only place I heard mention of this and made a big deal out of was on Chris Matthews. Now, we know because Chris Matthews is kind of a creepy, dirty old man. Remember, this is a guy who uh, 
practically orgasmed himself watching Millennia Trump walk down the runway. Or I should say, be on the stage at a campaign rally, and he compared it to walking down a modeling runway. So he commented on the fact that um, Kelly was the first female Republican campaign manager. Of course, Brianna Keeler, no. Brooke Baldwin, no. Aniston Cooper, no. You would think they'd have panels discussing this and talking about it. They have panels discussing Donald Trump talking about Rosie O'Donnell from six years ago and about the effects that has on the minds of young women everywhere. And what does it say uh, about our country to have potentially the next president of the United States engaged in, in, in attacks on Rosie O'Donnell? Oh, or, I mean, panels and panels and panels. Oh, a man who, who, who judges women on their looks. And then they play a clip from Howard Stern show 10 years ago. I mean, why, why don't they pull out the roasts? Why don't they pull out things like that? Why don't they pull out movies that Trump has done? Since they're considering... Uh, the Howard Stern show being uh, a, a a a serious <laughs> a serious program for serious dialogue about serious issues really two married guys talking about the hotness of women a show where people light their farts on fire on the air and <sighs> masturbate. I mean, really? So the media has no problem. CNN has no problem conveying panels with backy sellers discussing the seriousness of the things Trump has said about women. Example, Howard Stern, 2002. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. But Kellyanne being the campaign manager, that seems to be something no one wants to talk about. No, they don't want to talk about that. So this, 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 oh, doesn't this mean it's, it's the campaign's in trouble? What are you talking about? It's that final phase, my friend. It's, my, it's that final phase for someone who's not part of the establishment. Someone who's sitting there going, oh my God, all of these people who are telling me this is what has to be done. I don't know certain aspects of this world because I'm not a politician. So, okay, I'll listen to you. Okay, this doesn't seem to be working. Okay, you're telling me something else. Okay, I think I'll listen to you. Man, I've been there. Anybody that's been successful 
in their life. Okay? Anybody that's been successful in their life, rather they're football players, baseball players, golfers, uh, restaurant, you know, entrepreneurs, regardless, they understand exactly, exactly what Trump is going through. It's the, it's the, I don't want to say nobodies. I don't want to be derogatory like that, but it's, it's the underachievers. Okay. It's almost like, I, I, you know, let's be honest. It's, it's basically uh, the Democrat party. I mean, really, it's the Democrat party. It's, it's, it's the, it's the, I'm a victim party. It's them that don't understand. It's them. It's the ones that blame everybody else for their lot in life. They don't get it. They they don't get it. They don't understand it. They don't understand that when you're successful, there's a lot of transformations. There's a lot of uh, reshuffling. Because ultimately what you're doing is new and you've never done it before. And you have to start somewhere. So where you start is not always where you end up. So if you're a young kid and you want to play baseball, you got to learn how to play baseball. You got to learn how to catch. You got to learn how to throw. You got to learn how to hit. And if you're serious, if your family's serious, if everybody's serious, you go for lessons. And nine out of ten times, if you become very successful, the person who gave you lessons, the person who coached you when you were eight, nine, ten, is not the person... That you end up with when you're 21, 22, 23. That's just the facts. Now, if Trump has been in the political game for 20 years, and he's going through what he's going through now, then you could say, oh, God, this is... This is a joke. But the guy's never done this before. The guy's playing baseball. The guy's playing football for the first time. Somebody went, this is how you throw the ball. He went, okay. And then five months later, somebody came in and said, you're throwing the ball all right, but you could do it a lot better by... Doing these two or three things. And he, oh, wow, okay. And all of a sudden he went, wow, okay, wow, that, that worked. And then a few months later, someone comes along and goes, hey, man, if you really want to win championships, this, this is how you got to do it. You're, you're, that's good. And so is that. But 
This is going to put it all together. This is going to put it all together. This is going to put it all together. And that's what happens. That's what happens. If you are successful, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a a, a sports player, hell, if you're a a scholar, if your goal is to get a a master's degree, if if your goal is to get a doctorate degree, if your goal is to be a nurse, your goal is to be a doctor, you learn. You get new techniques. People tell you, hey, what you were doing then was, was wrong. It's, it's not what we do now. No, my mom's 65 years old. She's been nursing for 22 years. She routinely has to go back for um, different uh, training courses. Because things they did 20 years ago is not what they do now. But it's just another example of the media playing games. Seriously, playing games. Playing their BS games. Trying to make sure Hillary Clinton wins. Trying to make sure Democrats win. Trying to make sure. Trying to make sure. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. I know you're hearing buzzing, and maybe you are, maybe you're not, but I'm being annoyed right now. We'll be right back after these words. Yes. Yeah. 
keep us safe when they keep us safe you know they make america a better They are. They're always doing just always doing something here. So they're, um, oh god, they're they're testing things in the in this building and uh, whistles and alarms and all sorts of weird stuff is going off. So I don't know who heard it in that last <clears throat> segment, but it was loud. And it was annoying. <laughs> it was funny. I was watching. I, I was in the green room and I caught another quick. Uh, God, I hate that Bakari Sellers. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I mean, I, I know hate is a strong word, but man, oh, just watching, watching people that are that are failed, but they want to be politicians. They've tried to be politicians. They failed at being a politician. And they talk on these shows as if they know, like they are experts. But apparently they're not experts because they failed at what ultimately their dream is, which is, to be a politician. Bakari Sellers uh, ran for office, and he lost. I mean, the guy's he's a loser. He's a loser. That, that's it. That's it. But whatever. Whatever, as DT would say. <laughs> whatever. But... Um, Two things, uh, two things, and it's and it's again, it's it's wild. Oh, the CNN is is. Oh, like I said, the media. When we opened the program and we talked about the media, uh, crapping themselves. When, when we talked about that collective smell that's going on, that 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 poop smell and that is democrats the media 
the entire lot of them, crapping themselves. Because of what is going on with Trump. It's amazing to watch CNN. It's amazing to watch CNN try to cover for Hillary and, and Obama. Which is, I, I, it's hilarious, I think. So, I mean, well, it's not hilarious in the sense that, uh, that uh, you know, it's bad news as far as uh, winning. It's bad news as far as taking our country back. But it is funny. I mean, it, it 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 is it is funny and amusing to watch the media, especially CNN, be so flagrant with their uh, "we need to elect Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump" and remember or, uh, Hillary Clinton and President Obama. Now, remember, what did I just say before we had that break? People don't understand uh, the new campaign manager, the new campaign structure. People who play that, oh, this uh, seems like it's a problem. This seems when that is said by people it means they themselves are failures they themselves have never truly truly been successful and the main people that are talking about that are liberals democrats and of course never trumpers now uh, during the break who piped in with that um, message? Brooke Baldwin. She actually said, if I see a, a, a company and they have three CEOs in a year, I, I'm going to say that's not real good. <laughs> Kari Sellers, yes, yes, of course, yes. God, I hate that guy. Just a lo- I mean, he's he's worse than Van Jones. He's worse than Van Jones. Two, again, two losers, two unsuccessful individuals in a field that they wish and dream and 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 uh, just fantasize about. Unsuccessful. 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 (sighs) Anyways. (sighs) Let me continue. Cleaning 
cleaning my my eyeball here. It's funny. Um, they keep showing the video of Trump and the Louisiana uh, floods and and uh, Trump unloading the toys and the socks and the shirts. And they go back to the CNN anchor and they remind everybody or they inform everybody that uh, the Department of Homeland Security uh, secretary has already been there. And that the governor of Louisiana, who is a Democrat, He told President Obama not, he he told President Obama not to come out right now, that that he needs to wait about a week. Yeah. He needs to to wait about a week. So this is from CNN. This is from CNN. So they show Trump. They show Pence. They read a statement from the Trump campaign. They, they, they play a clip of Trump talking about what's going on. And then the CNN anchor reminds everybody that Jay Johnson was already in Louisiana. Well, Jay Johnson was already in Louisiana. He went there. He, he, he toured Louisiana. But that's not the President of the United States. The President of the United States right now is golfing. The President of the United States is golfing. That's what he's doing right now. The President of the United States golfing. Jay Johnson said, the president can't be everywhere. And he's got a very busy schedule this fall and in the coming days. Yeah. And then Obama is monitoring the situation from his vacation home in Martha's Vineyard. He's busy. He's busy golfing. Busy golfing, damn it. He's got a busy schedule. He's not going to stop golfing. You remember when George Bush, you, you guys remember the, the, the whole controversy. Remember, we, we talked about this the other day, George Bush... Hates black people. Remember the Kanye West? Well, what happened in Louisiana is worse. I, I, I mean, guys, this is, this is the worst. The Red Cross has already come out and said this is the worst. Worst. Worst flood. Worst disaster. And Obama's busy. Obama's busy. 
busy. So is he busy, or did the Louisiana governor tell him he shouldn't come? Which one is it? But it's funny watching CNN try to spin this. Uh, It's, like I said, (laughs) it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch them try to spin this. I mean, it, 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 it really is. It's, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And when George Bush didn't respond to the Katrina flooding, oh, man. He was just tortured, 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 absolutely tortured. But the Democrats, the media, ooh, they're they're just nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Matter of fact, our good friend, I was reading in... uh, Breitbart, our, our good friend, uh, Chris Kazilla. Yes, our good friend, Chris Kazilla. Is uh, back to playing stupid. I, I, I mean, man, it's, it's these liberals. Remember, we talked about it yesterday, how he did an article where he just discovered, just discovered that Hillary Clinton hasn't done a press conference in 250 days. He was shocked. He went, I didn't know that. Well, well, now he's, now he's kind of conveniently forgetting the um, the 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 George Bush Katrina situation, and how uh, people like him in the Washington Post and the rest of his pals in the media were outraged, outraged. George Bush doesn't like black people. George Bush, if if they were white people, George Bush would be there. You know what we should do? We should somehow, and I, I got to do a little research on this, but we should we should dig up and figure out what's the racial makeup, the racial makeup with the flood victims. Let, let, let's, let's get the racial makeup. And if it's uh, more white people. Remember, 13 people have been killed. About 30,000 are homeless. About 30,000. So we we got to get the racial makeup. So if, if there is a racial component 
if there's just one notch, just just one percent, just one smidgen of white person over a black person, just one. So I I don't know. Maybe you got thirteen people killed. Find out how many were white and how many were black. Out of thirty thousand that lost their homes, find out how many were white, how many were black. If it's just one white more. We could say President Obama doesn't like white people. He despises white people. Right? I wonder if there's more of a white makeup. I'm just speculating here. Because the thing that I noticed, and again, then again, I shouldn't be surprised. But for some reason, I remember hurricane uh, or uh, the flooding from the hurricane, right? Well, okay. Uh, and I remember the cameras being there. I remember specifically the cameras being on the faces of black people who were crying, begging for help. And I remember the media putting a racial component on the fact that these were black people begging for help. George Bush is a white Republican. He's nowhere to be found. And this is being done Because white Republicans don't care about black people. Now, now, there's not a camera in sight. There's not a camera in sight. And and I got to figure, I got to figure, there's got a lot of crying there's a lot of suffering. I mean, I mean, I do remember seeing one image of a guy pulling a woman out of a car and her dog. I, I did see that like two days ago. I did see that two days ago. But that was it. It wasn't round-the-clock coverage. I remember round-the-clock coverage of Katrina. I remember round-the-clock coverage of Katrina. And it was all about George Bush and Republicans don't like black people. Black people are dying because Republicans and George Bush don't like them. And here, take a look at all the suffering. No one's helping these black people. That's what I remember. Now, here we are today. And the Red Cross said, this is worse. What happened to Louisiana the past few days is worse than what happened during Katrina. Worse. 
and there's no cameras. It's almost like the Milwaukee incident. I mean, all we've really been seeing on TV. Listen, I have seen uh, more coverage about those little scumbag swimmers. And I know I haven't even talked about that again. But I've seen more uh, coverage on those little scumbag swimmers having their brains poisoned by the chlorine in those pools I've seen more coverage on these scumbags and that's what they are I I, I know I shouldn't be talking about our uh, American athletes but come on and I know Brazil I'm not siding with Brazil but Come on, man. Come on. Of the best. It's no different than when uh, you hear of American soldiers being just evil scum. Seriously, when you you hear American soldiers doing really evil, scummy shit. I love our soldiers. I love America more than anything. But we are the best of the best, and we should act that way. In situations where we are representing the country. And when we're in the military. And you're throwing dogs off buildings. Remember that video? That soldier throwing a dog off. Like killing dogs. And you know when, when you hear things like that. You see things like that. Or soldiers you know raping a little girl. or You know the stories. You, you, you know that they. Horrible And when our American athletes Our swimmers Our, our, our gold Olympic medalists the, the best of the best To all that was They were the best of the best Being drunk Acting like idiots There's, there's just no excuse there's Absolutely no excuse You just don't do that You don't do that you don't do that. You just don't do it. There's, you just don't do it. And you definitely don't do it. Like you win the you win the medal on a Monday, uh, you act a fool on a Wednesday. You, you, you just you just don't do it. So I've seen more coverage about these little scumbags than I have on what's going on in Louisiana. Now, I don't know why that is. I, I don't know why that is, but yeah, maybe uh, m- maybe somebody could do a little a little um, search on the people that died and what's the um, what's the 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 racial makeup? Is it that there's just too many white people? Is it, too, is it too many white people? What is it? Yeah, I know, guys. The The background sound was annoying. I know. Was it too many? What, 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 why are we not getting the same coverage? Why are we not getting the same coverage? Why are we not getting the same outrage? Exactly. Exactly. Seriously.
seriously. I mean, it's getting to the point, like I said with the uh, Chris Zilla story yesterday. It's going to get to a point to where CNN and NBC and ABC and CBS, it's going to come to a point where, where they just, that one person, like that one person that they actually care about, shames them into covering something or, or, or stopping what they're doing. It's definitely, I mean, it, it happened with uh, Azilla yesterday. And his little Hillary Clinton hasn't done a, a, a press conference in 250 days. Oh, my God. That happened to him. We'll see when it happens with CNN. We'll see when it happens at CNN. It's going to happen. I mean, guys, it, 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 trust me, it's going to happen. going to happen you can't either ignore or spin the more things that come in the more they can't spin or ignore I mean that's just it's just a fact so it's definitely going to happen. Definitely going to happen. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me, my friends. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. All right. So maybe we'll figure out the... uh, the reasons for the media and everyone ignoring what is happening in Louisiana. All right, we'll be right back. Because then we got a more another o- o- Obama story, and I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but we'll be right back. Oh, where's all my stuff? Zika, it's coming. It's coming. Hopefully not to L.A., I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to douse uh, Catherine in a. Uh, God, I'm gonna have to douse her in a, in bug spray. We'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Build the wall. It just got ten feet higher. Build the wall. It just got ten feet strong. Build the wall. It just got ten feet. Daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah, that's 
yesterday and of course no one's talking about that today Tony it it, uh, it, it really is again at, at some point at some point the media is going to get shamed I'm telling you guys, at some point, they're going to get shamed. If you... <sighs> there was a Republican president. They, they would have already been impeached. There has been situation after situation... Uh, that literally could be a uh, firestorm of uh, epic proportions. Seriously. Seriously. Of epic proportions. Proportions. Now remember, was it about a week ago? And this is what I refer to 
when the media says, oh, isn't it a little too late for Trump to be doing what he's doing? The Washington Post actually just put out a new uh, article. That, that, that garbage of a the Jeff Bezos, the Amazon garbage. And I like Amazon. It just sucks that it's that little scumbag Jeff Bezos, because he is a little scumbag. He is. He's a dirty, dirty, dirty scumbag. And I love Amazon. Kills me. But nonetheless, he's a scumbag. Huge. Huge scumbag. But they have an article. This is Trump's pivot. This is Trump's pivot. But it's a little late. Just a little late with X amount of days until the election. Too late. Just, just, just too late. Remember that. We talked about it yesterday and the day before, the day before that. Remember that. Two weeks ago, and Obama is a master of this. The Obama administration are, are, are experts, experts at this. And why? Because people forget from two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks ago. So two weeks ago, when the news came out, that um, we paid a ransom. We paid a ransom to get our hostages. Okay? We paid a ransom. Obama came out, and he gave a press conference. But not only did he give a press conference, but he gave one of his Obama press conferences where he chastises everybody. He, he basically calls everybody stupid. I, I mean, it's one of those uh, Obama press conferences where he's like, this is, this is old news. This, this, and if you think, you know, and he does that, that. If you think, we're going to pay? If you, if you think we're going to, 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 to break long-standing tradition and pay, pay a ransom? <laughs> You're crazy. What's, what's wrong with you? He did one of those Obamas. He did one of those Obamas. The... <laughs> You're dumb for asking the question. You're stupid. 
I mean, I mean, he he did that. He he did his famous. You're stupid for asking this question. You're ignorant. And then he slanters off the stage. <laughs> there, I put everybody in their place. These dummies. These, these, how dare they, dummies. Well, we now find out. <laughs> we now find out. Was. A ransom payment. It was. A ransom payment. It 100% was. It 100% was. Kirby at the State Department came out and said, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Now, you say, well, okay. The timing? The, 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 the people forget I, I understand Rob I, I, I now I now understand I get it remember Wall Street Journal posted the, the, the article we gave them 400 million dollars we gave them 400 million dollars in cash it was delivered to Iran in an airplane at the exact same time that our stitches were being released. Exact same time. So the plane lands on the tarmac, the money's inspected. Our soldiers, or our, our hostages, are flown away. Everybody said, that's a ransom. And Obama, State Department, everybody said, no, 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 that's a coincidence. But we do know that it was. We do know... It was. They called it leverage. State Department called it leverage. But here's the thing. Washington, uh, Wall Street Journal reports it. There's all this hubbub, all this brouhaha. People hear it. What? Huh? Ransom? What? Now everyone's worked up. Obama goes on TV, tells everybody they're stupid, they're ignorant. The U.S. would never pay a ransom. Anybody who believes that's stupid and ignorant. You reporters, you journalists are stupid and ignorant for asking me it. It's an asinine question. You all knew about this money. You all knew we were going to give the Iranians money back from 30 years ago. $400 million, which was 
the number they gave us plus another um, billion in interest. Like I said back then, O.J. Simpson slaughters people and the families. The families can't get a dime from this guy. He eludes them. He eludes them for years and years and years and years. He's got a pension from the NFL. They're not allowed to touch. He's doing autographs. They're paying him in cash. They're paying his kids. The families can't get money. And this is the American. This is, this is Americans. This is American law. This is, this is how American law is structured. But somehow... Iran, Iran gets to have money back. <laughs> I, you know, and, and Obama's like, hey, we owe it to them, man. We got to give them interest. Come on, get the F out of here. Jesus. But anyway, so Obama tells everybody stupid, ignorant, whatever. So now the low information voter goes, ah, see, it wasn't into a, a, a it wasn't uh it it wasn't uh, ransom. I mean, my dad, my dad's 78 years old. We were talking about this. Obama goes on TV. He does a speech. It gets over. My dad goes, see, he explained it. Oh, man. So now, two, what, two and a half weeks later, where's Obama? Well, Obama is on vacation. What else is happening? A disaster in Louisiana. What else is happening? A Donald Trump campaign that's in pivot mode. What happens? Oh, yeah, by the way, it was a ransom. Yeah, by the way, um, we held that money. We held that money and did not make that drop until uh, those uh, prisoners were in the air. And yes, we would not have given them that money, prisoners. We're not let go. Wasn't that ransom? No, we call it leverage. That's ransom. That's ransom. Well, what's the definition of is? Right? What's it? President Clinton. Well, what's the definition of is? What's the definition of sexual relations? What's the? I mean, I don't consider fellatio and um, putting a cigar uh, inside a woman's orifice. I don't consider that sexual. I consider uh, lovemaking. I consider penetration. I consider um, uh, the way you make a baby. I consider that sexual relation. All that other stuff, that's, that's like, uh, like a hug to me. That's like a hug. So I didn't lie. Democrats are the best at, at this type of stuff. 
So now it comes out that, yeah, it was a ransom. And the best part is, the best part is Kirby says, well, you know, this is a quote. but And this is what's funny because it contradicts the whole nuclear deal. And what I mean by that is Kirby actually says, okay, uh, just, just listen to this for a minute. This, this one little clip. He says, we took full advantage of the momentum in what turned out to be a 24-hour period uh, to try to get all this done together. And look, we don't, you know, there isn't a lot of trust with Iran. So it would have been foolish and imprudent in our view, to go ahead and settle the cash payment of the principal when we didn't have our Americans back. Iran was playing games with us. At the time, with respect to the release of the prisoners, particularly with respect to the Washington Post reporter Jason Razzini. And we were also very worried that in the final hours here, they were going to somehow pull a fast one. And so I think we did, you know, use it as leverage. And we make no apologies about it because now we got our American citizens back safely. So it was a ransom. And they don't trust Iran. Hear me here. They don't trust Iran to follow through with the deal where they give Iran a billion plus dollars, and in turn, Iran gives us our hostages back. Kirby says they don't trust Iran. And they were afraid Iran would pull a fast one. So, if we don't trust Iran to give us our hostages for cash, and it's a deal that everybody said, okay, this is what we'll do. We didn't trust Iran to do that. How the hell... Does this administration look at everybody in the eyes, look look at everybody in the face and say, well, we trust Iran will follow through with the nuclear agreement that we made. We trust Iran won't cheat. We trust Iran won't pull a fast one on us. We trust Iran will do everything they're supposed to do. As far as the nuclear deal, if we can't trust Iran, and this is coming from John Kirby, this is coming from the State Department, this is coming from the White House. If we can't trust Iran with a deal that is just straightforward, hey, we're going to give you $1.6 billion, $1.4, whatever billion dollars uh, worth of uh, money that we've owed you for 30 years 
If we're saying we can't trust the most straightforward deal, you give us A, we give you B. If we're saying, well, hell, we don't trust them to do that, how do, how do you trust them with nuclear weapons? How, how do you trust them with that deal? If this was a Republican, it, this would be the... Guys, remember, Iran-Contra. That's, that's one of Reagan's legacies. There was congressional hearings on that. Remember Oliver North, Fawn Hall? Remember super sexy Fawn Hall? Remember paper documents being shredded? Remember, remember that whole thing? That was ultimately exactly what Obama did. Obama lied. He lied. He lied. Two weeks ago, he did a press conference and told everybody they were stupid. He said, you're all stupid. You think we would pay a ransom, you stupid, stupid people? He lied. Folks, people come out and say, yeah, we, we, we weren't going to give them the money unless they gave us the hostages. We used it as leverage. Leverage? We didn't trust them. You didn't trust them. You didn't trust them. You, you, you wouldn't have given them the money unless our hostages were freed. That, okay. It's a ransom. You paid a ransom. And if the, the end game was all about getting the hostages back, and it didn't matter what that entailed, then we need to rewrite some history. There needs to be a lot of apologies that have to be handed out. Need to take that asterisk away from the Reagan legacy because Iran-Contra was all about arms for hostages with Iran. It was all about, we will give you Missiles. We will give you weapons if you give us our hostages back. And people were outraged. They wanted to they, they wanted to impeach Reagan for that. And that's something that dogged Bush Sr. exactly what Obama did. And Brianna Keeler and Brooke Baldwin and Ashley Bainsfield for three hours this morning, going on three hours, not one person has talked about this. And you're not going to hear a lot of people talk about it. And this goes ultimately to exactly why I said the media, the never-Trumpers, and countless other people 
who say, oh, Trump uh, uh, pivoting and Trump uh, saying he's sorry. It's too late. There's, it's, there's not enough time left. There's not, there's not enough time left. Why? Well, 80 days is, is not long enough to change people's perceptions. Why? What are you talking about? Two weeks. Three weeks. Four weeks. That's Obama's been doing this for seven and a half years. In the age of Twitter, the age of Instagram, the age of, fa- uh, of Facebook, the age of, uh, of, of every social media, Snapchat. Think about this. Snapchat's whole premise is, is based on seeing an image for like 20 seconds. 30 seconds, a minute. Snapchat's all about quick. Boom, boom. We live in a time where everything lasts that moment. It's all about that moment. And Obama's known that for seven and a half years. And what Obama did with this Iran deal is not anything new. He's done this before. He's done this before. The media does it. That's the best part. How many times, how many times have we seen something like uh, airplane being uh, brought down out of the sky? Huh? How many times? Plane crashes. Plane blows up. Whatever the hell happens. And instantly, everybody goes, oh, terrorism. And then we're told, no, it's not. No, it's not. It could be this. It could be that. And two, three, four weeks go by. And all of a sudden, you see a little, little, little crawling, a little cryon on the, on the bottom of the, uh, the, the network. Egyptian officials now believe that a terrorist act brought down the airplane. And that's it. That's it. Why do they do that? Why do they do that? Because when it first happened, everybody went, oh, my God, oh, my God, terrorism. And everybody went, no, 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 mechanical failure, mechanical failure. Oh, whew, thank God. And that's it, over, done. And three, four weeks later, everybody's forgotten that. Everyone's forgotten about that. No different than everybody forgot that the Orlando uh, terrorist had a wife that helped him plan the attack. He had a wife that took him to scope out the nightclub. He had a wife that took him to buy ammunition. He had a wife that said, uh, don't, don't, oh God, are you going to do it? Are you good? And you haven't heard anything more about that wife, have you? Now go to the street, go anywhere. 
and ask somebody about that. Talk to them about it. They're going to look at you like you're speaking pig Latin, like you're speaking gibberish. They're going to look at you like, what, what are you talking about? Remember the Orlando shooter, the, the guy who shot up the, 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 guy, the homosexual? What do you mean homosexual? Yeah, he was, he was gay. No, he wasn't. What are you talking about? Oh, I've seen those reports that he was gay. He would go on Tinder, and he just went there because he was a repressed homosexual. No, 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 no. That was a spin that lasted for a day. The FBI came out and said there, there, there's no evidence of, of, of him being in any of these nothing. There's no nothing. Oh, really? Why did the uh, news media, why did the administration, why was that spin? Why? Because people don't think about what happened three months ago. People don't say, oh, that information I heard three months ago, I got it logged in my brain. Oh, that information is wrong three months later? Really? That inf- Okay. No. It just doesn't happen. That's just not how it happens. It's not how it happens. It's not how it happens. Obama knows this. That's why when we started the show, I said... The smell of feces was in the air. Why? Because liberals, the media, progressives, Democrats are crapping their pants right now. Crapping their pants right now. That's what they're doing. They are crapping their pants. Obama made an art form out of telling everybody something on the first of the month and then the last of the month what he said on the first of the month is hogwash. This guppity gook. I mean, if you really want to be technical, and we talked about this before, look at Obamacare. From day one, you could keep your health insurance. Your your premiums won't go up. Everything's going to be peachy keen. Everything's going to be great. Well, here we are. People are losing their health coverage. People like Aetna, people like Blue Cross are pulling out. Premiums are skyrocketing. Everything Obama said seven and a half years ago is wrong. 
And now all these things are happening and people aren't remembering all these promises Obama made. People are like, what? Okay, well. It's an art form. No one, and I mean no one, is talking about this uh, Iran hostage. That's what it is. It was a hostage. It's hostage, baby. Pure and simple. It's amazing. It really is just amazing. Amazing how this all worked out. It's amazing that nobody's questioning it. It's just, ay ay ay. It's just, it really is. It's just, it's just amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. Just amazing. We didn't trust Iran to give us our hostages for money. We we didn't they're they're they could pull the deal at the last minute. Oh, but we do trust them with nuclear weapons. We do trust them with nuclear facilities to make nuclear weapons. Oh, that we trust them with. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Insane. Insane. It's Rob's carry show. Uh <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. Are you are you coming to the train? Led by a man who wants to break the chains? Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the tram train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out for a wall built by crane. Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the tram train. Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where a hat of hope side by side with me Make America great again, break the chains. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer. Are you? Are you coming to the train to take our great country 
back again Join a revolution, break the chains Let's meet this year on a Trump train We're going to win at the borders We're going to win And we're going to keep winning And we are going to make America great again Greater than ever All right, we're back. <clears throat> so, jeez, um, this Hillary Clinton um, email, I mean, that's all I, I, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's definitely pretty amazing, um, pretty amazing that She, it, 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 it's 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 amazing that she constantly lies. Okay, it's it's amazing that she constantly lies, and the lies kind of rope um, other people. Into the lie. Like, if, if you're going to lie, all right, if you're going to lie and you're going to do a, a, like a big lie, like a, like a, like a monster lie, like, okay, um, this is, this is going to be the, 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 the mother lie. You need everybody on board with that lie. You understand, you understand, right? You know, when, when, when you do that lie to your parents or your girlfriend or your boyfriend and and it's the mother of all lies, you need to get people in on that lie. You need to get people in on that lie or you're going to not just get caught, okay? Not just get caught, but... You're you're you're, you're going to involve different people in the lie and create a story that evolves into. Well, let me let me give you a let me give you a, a taste of what I mean. Okay, let me give you a taste of what I mean. Hillary Clinton in her. Um, FBI interview, okay? Remember, those notes have now been given to Congress. Those notes are now out there. So, so people are starting to, to read them. People are uh, starting to leak them. They're out there, okay? They're out there. And in one of the notes, Hillary Clinton tells the FBI that she basically got the idea and it almost seemed like she was saying she got permission 
from Colin Powell. And that Colin Powell told her to use a private email. And again, and again, the media doesn't reiterate that a private email is different than a private server. Private email is signing up for a Yahoo account. A private email is setting up a Gmail account. A private server, a private server is completely different. A Gmail account, a Yahoo account, a Hotmail account. They go through their servers. Those emails go through their servers. Those emails are logged in their system. A private server, your own server, your own box. Those emails are saved by you. Those emails are your emails only. The media doesn't ever want to make that distinction. They never want to make that distinction. They kind of skip that. Of course, we know why. Because they're Democrats. And they know if they really made that point. Just like when Donald Trump said, listen, if the media uh, wasn't in the tank for Hillary, if the media wasn't Democrats, I'd be beating her by 30 points. If all you heard on the media, if, all, if, if you put on Brooke Baldwin right now and she was talking about the distinction between private server and an email address that's not .gov or .whitehouse, if you turned on Brianna Keeler and every day she talked about Hillary Clinton's server and how and, and, and how big of a deal what she did was, 100%, 100%, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton would have gotten out of the race. They'd be going, oh, Hillary Clinton's going to, Going to lose in a landslide. So Hillary Clinton says Colin Powell, okay? Hillary Clinton says Colin Powell told her at a dinner party to use a private email. Hillary Clinton said to the FBI that she was at a dinner party and over dessert Colin Powell encouraged Hillary Clinton to use her own email as he had done 
And Powell said, don't do it for classified communications. Use your State Department computer. But you should do this. And Colin Powell said, I have no recollection of this dinner. I don't know what she's talking about. And he even put out a statement. And see what I mean? If you're going to lie, you know, she's sitting there with the FBI. She, she's doing her interview, acting d- d- dumb or maybe dumb. I, I, at this point, it's like you don't know with Hillary Clinton. You just don't know. You just don't know. They're like these little, they're like kids that know they're doing something wrong and they just go, F it. I'll just do it until I get caught and then we'll, you know, go, what? I didn't know. What? So she's in an FBI interview. Where did you get this idea? Where did you? Oh, what do you mean? Uh, Colin Powell, we were having uh, dinner. We were having uh, um, dessert, actually. And Colin Powell said, hey, you should do your own private server. Yeah, definitely do it. Do your own, actually do your own email. Not private server, because again, the private server, no one makes this distinction. Private server is totally different than an email. Or a hotmail, or whatever the hell, uh, you know, you, you would get. Again, this lie puts Colin Powell in this circle. You know? Mom, uh, I wasn't at that party. I was uh, at uh, uh, Billy's house studying. Oh, really? Okay, well, I I called Billy's mom and you weren't there. See, normally when you use Billy, you then call Billy and go, Billy, I was at your house. Oh, okay, cool. Good, good deal. Good. You gave me a heads up. I'll, I'll make sure I take care. So Hillary Clinton goes, uh, Colin Powell, Colin Powell, like Colin Powell's the president of the United States. Like he's the Justice Department. Who the hell is Colin Powell? Who's Colin Powell? And when you get, I'll read the statement, but when you listen to what Colin Powell's talking about, it's like, it's like. Night and day. I, I, I think Colin Powell talks about an AOL account. An AOL account. An AOL account is drastically different than a private server. But let me continue. So Hillary says, oh, Colin Powell. Well, she should have called Colin Powell and said, hey, I just invoked your name. I just kind of used you as, a, uh, as an alibi. So make sure you go along. With-. So she doesn't do that. So, of course, this gets out, and Colin Powell goes, I don't know what she's talking about. So the statement from Colin Powell, his people, goes like this. General Powell has no recollection of the dinner conversation. So, another lie. I don't hear Brianna Keeler talking about this. She's talking about the, the, the little scumbag swimmer. 
She's not talking about this. Another lie. Hillary Clinton can't stop lying. She can't stop lying. It's impossible for her to stop lying. General Powell has no recollection of the dinner conversation. He did write former Secretary Clinton an email memo describing his use of his personal AOL email account for unclassified messages and how it vastly improved communications within the State Department. At the time, there was no equivalent system within the department. He used a secure state computer on his desk to manage classified information. The general no longer has the email he sent to former Secretary Clinton. It may exist in state or FBI files for a complete discussion of his use of private emails, he refers you to Chapter 16, Brainware, of his recent book. It worked for me in life and leadership. Hillary Clinton lied once again about a dinner. I mean, imagine, you're, you're lying about dinner. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, you're lying about a dinner. <laughs> really? Lying about a dinner. It's like she, she, it's like she cannot stop lying. She can't stop lying. And she's talking to the FBI about Colin Powell said to use a you know private email and you know, well okay. Talking about AOL. AOL it, it, it's it's not even existing and <laughs> AOL <laughs> I use my AOL account. AOL, remember AOL? America Online. (laughs) Remember you'd get that damn free disc every week in the mail? You guys remember that? You you put the disc in the computer. That AOL. AOL, that's pre-Bill Gates. That's like pre-Microsoft. That's like AOL. Powell's like, listen, I had an AOL account. I wrote her a letter saying I use this AOL account for my personal stuff. Somehow Hillary Clinton got an AOL personal email account. Somehow that translated into a private server. (coughs) A private server. She's just, again, it's it's just a constant flow. It's just a constant flow of lies. It really is. It's just a constant flow of lies. I mean, it's wild, man. It's, it, it really is. It's wild. Constant flow of lies. They get caught. They get caught 
And then they uh, they get caught. And then they go, oh, uh, well, I won't do that again. I, I, I guess I made a mistake. I mean, it's the same thing with the Clinton Foundation. And, of course, the media is ignoring this. Like I said, at, at some point, at some point, they're going to get shamed. They are. They're going to get shamed. They're going to be forced. They're, they're going to be forced into either covering um, some of this stuff or, 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 or not being able to ignore some of this stuff. But now the Clinton spokespeople have come out and said, if Hillary Clinton wins, um, the Clinton Foundation will no longer, will no longer um, solicit uh, money from foreign entities, um, no longer uh, do the million-dollar campaign speeches for Bill Clinton. Basically, if Hillary Clinton becomes president, uh, the Clinton Foundation will cease to exist. Hmm. Well, okay. If the Clinton Foundation doesn't do anything wrong. If you have never uh, traded favors for people donating to the Clinton Foundation, if Bill Clinton has never been paid millions and millions and millions of dollars for speeches, and in turn um, certain countries or certain people got favors or um, positions in the government. If, if, if all of this stuff was on the up and up, why, if you become president, are you not going to do this stuff anymore? What, what, why? Why? What's, what's the problem? Everything you've done is legal. When a foreign company donates two, three million dollars to the foundation, or a foreign company pays Bill Clinton a million dollars for a speech, that's just because they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart. If that's the case, then why stop when you're the president? Like, why? If there was nothing bad going on, if there was nothing shady going on, why are the Clintons going to stop it if she's the president? there's nothing shady going on, you wouldn't stop the Clinton Foundation if she becomes president. You just wouldn't. 
I mean, it, why? I mean, it's just silly. If you're not doing anything wrong, then why would you stop it? Doesn't make any sense, right? It absolutely doesn't make any sense. Of course it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's a rhetorical question. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just repeating it. This is just another example of the Clinton corrupt, lying machine that they are. And the best part is, she wasn't supposed to be doing this in the first place. You know, she had a, like an, a, a, a written, unwritten agreement with the Obama administration, with the Obama people. She wasn't supposed to be doing this. She was not supposed to be working both sides. She she just wasn't. And there's still, there's still hundreds and hundreds of donations by foreign entities that haven't been revealed. There's still hundreds. Hundreds. It's what I love when the Clinton people or the media. And see, that's why, that's why it, it gets tempered a little. When they start doing the whole, we want to see Trump's tax returns. What is he hiding? What is he? Okay, well, how about this? Uh, I'll produce my tax returns when uh, Hillary Clinton produces her 33,000 emails. When Hillary Clinton produces her Goldman Sachs uh, speeches, when Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation reveal uh, the uh, thousand-plus foreign donations, exactly who those people are, where that money came from, no problem. No problem. And that's why every so you'll hear Hillary... Or you'll hear Kane, uh, or you'll hear Wolf Blitzer, or uh, a panelist throw the tax returns out there, but you don't hear it as much. And when people go, I, I don't, I don't understand why the media is not pushing more pressure on Donald Trump. Why aren't they put? Well, because the media is just an extension of the Democrats. The media is just an extension of Hillary Clinton. And if Hillary Clinton was a different campaigner, if, if Hillary Clinton was a different person, okay? If Hillary Clinton was a different person, if Hillary Clinton was a squeaky clean person, every single day, every single day, they would be going we want Trump's tax returns. We want Trump's tax Wolf Blitzer. Uh, every, every day, every, CNN, ABC. I mean, it would be front page. I mean, it would be ad nauseum. You, you would hear, you would hear people 
You would see people say, we're not going to put you on anymore, Trump, unless we see it. But they don't do that. They don't do that because Hillary Clinton's got ten times more stuff she won't reveal. Oh, Hillary Clinton's medical report. How about a, a legitimate medical The media ignores that. They ignore her gagging and coughing. They, they ignore all of that. So they're not going to keep going after Trump because Hillary Clinton has got a ton of stuff she won't reveal. And the media knows it. And the more they push, well, we want to see Donald Trump's tax returns. Well, we want to see uh, the 1,000-plus uh, um, foreign donations. We, we want to know those, but there's still people and places and companies that are not listed. We want to see them. We want to see them. Let's see them. Oh, well, okay, well, when you produce that, we'll produce tax returns. Thank you. Next. What about those emails? Oh, okay. Well, now, F off. Yeah, Clinton, we're not going to do the foundation if Hillary wins. Well, well, okay. So obviously you were doing something wrong. Obviously you were trading favors. Obviously these people were paying you and your husband. You made over $100 million. Obviously they didn't do this because you guys are charming mother effers. Obviously they did this because something. They want something. This isn't, uh, uh, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation where people do things out of the goodness of their heart. This is politics. Nobody does anything out of the goodness of their heart. Nobody does anything out of the goodness of their heart. No one does. It's politics. So a company in Russia... Or, 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 or a prince in the Middle East. They don't give the Clinton Foundation $4 million just because they feel like it. They do it because they want something in return. Rather, it's something in Haiti where you have people involved in and in, 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 in gold mines, or it's uh, uranium Russian deals. These people aren't giving the Clinton Foundation and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, they're not giving them stuff for nothing. They're getting stuff back. Hillary Clinton. Ay, ay, ay. All right, listen, we're out of here. We're done. We're finished. It's over. It's closing time. We've had a great week. You guys have been great. You guys have been the best. Uh, we'll be back uh, Monday at full force. Uh, we'll, we'll have all of our video feeds set up and our little Twitters and, and, and Periscopes. We'll have everything. The studio will be finished. It'll be good. You guys will like it. Trust me. Uh, go to the Twitter, go to the Rob Zakari show.com. Uh, thank you for uh, being here. Thank you for listening to us. I know um, listening to uh, the radio or podcast or whatever takes time out of the day. 
or if you're working out, and I appreciate it. Uh, I will uh, talk to you guys later. You guys are the best. Bye-bye.